1: 3733.
0: Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calta Show.
2: 712 on The Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. What if you could lower your mortgage rate without adding years to your loan and potentially save hundreds a month and tens of thousands long term? Fortunately for you, it's possible when you call my friends at American Financing Florida's Home for Home Loans You'll start with a free mortgage review from one of their salary-based mortgage experts so you can understand all your home loan options from flexible terms to competitive rates. They've got you covered, and you can really save up to a $1,000 a month, and you can choose any term 10 years or over. Custom loans don't get any better than that. There's a good chance you could find a better rate or turn with American Financing, better than what you have at these lower rates and lock it in so when they change it doesn't matter you're already locked in low if you start now you can close in as fast as 10 days you get pre-qualified for free when you call 813-906-2060 that's 813-906-2060 or you can visit them online at americanfinancing.net just give them a call give me your information let them work up a loan program for you if it's saving you a thousand (coughs) dollars excuse me hundreds or thousands of dollars take it if not no obligation, you're out. It's American Financing. Americanfinancing.net, NMLS 182 34, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Stand by. <laughs> oh yeah, feel <laughs> up better now. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news.
0: And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show.
3: Uh, Hey, remind me to tell you, (laughs) so I'm taking testosterone now, Mm -hmm. Uh, remind me to tell you about my visit where they had to show me how to do the testosterone. What do you uh, mean? I'll just tell you. This guy hates yeah. us. I know. We hate news. All right. Whatever. Uh, so they have to show you how to draw it out. You you use a larger gauge needle to draw out. Oh, you're out. stabbing yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's oh. the whole thing. They have to show you how to do it and stuff. And then you put on a smaller gauge needle, and then you have to inject it. And you can inject it into your, into your butt, like up top there, or your uh, upper thigh is a place, whatever. So the lady was like, here, you know, this and that. And I... I Pretty much knew how to do the different stuff, so I get it ready and I flick it and I get the bubbles out and I push a little bit and the beads at the top of the needle there. Yeah. And she goes, "Okay." She goes, "Where do you where do you think you're going to do it?" And I go, "I think I'm going to do it in my uh, in my top of my butt there." She went
2: right in my testicles.
3: <laughs> be the easiest, whatever. And she was like, "Okay." And she goes, "Just make sure you're doing the right angle. If you're turning like that, it's a little bit difficult." And I was like, "Okay." What's the other option? She goes, "Well, you can do it in your thigh." And I go, "Okay." Um I guess maybe I'll try my thigh. So I'm sitting there with a needle that is a, a good uh you know, two inches. And you go you go about three quarters of the way in, and I'm holding my thigh, and this isn't a brag, but my thighs are muscular, so there's not a lot of fat oh. on my thighs. But I'm holding my thigh and I go, How much pressure am I doing? She goes, Well, you want to make sure that you're breaking the skin and going in there. She goes, Don't slam it in, but you know, enough to get it in there. So I don't know. I've never given myself a shot before.
2: And I am. Me, by the way, me either. And I can't even imagine mm. what that would be like. Because, I, I,
3: and I'm not scared of needles. Like I get no. blood drawn, and I've got shots before, and all that stuff. Totally fine. But now this is me doing it to myself. It's a weird thing. And I'm sitting there and I'm staring at the needle and I'm holding my thigh and I look at the lady. (laughs) And then I just slowly push it into my thigh. While
2: you're staring at it? Yeah,
3: and it hurts so bad and I pull it back out and it just immediately starts bleeding. Oh. You do? It was terrible. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. And she's like, I've never given myself a shot. I go, oh. you know, we give shots. She goes, do you want to try it? And I go, yeah. So I sat there literally for a good, like, five minutes trying to work up the nerve to stab myself. By the way, shouldn't do it in the thigh. I should not do it in the thigh 100%. Well, she So where does she think is the best way? I, I think in the butt. Right. That would seem so, t-
0: tougher. Like, the angle would
3: be... Yeah, right? Well, for well, you, that's, yeah. That's the thing, is the angle... But it's easier because there's not a lot of veins back there. You know, And you're, you, know, you obviously want to draw back to make sure you're not pulling blood out. If you are, you can't inject oh. there and stuff. So she goes, do you want me to do it? And I said, yeah, she did it in uh, the top of my buttock, and it was totally fine. Like, it didn't hurt at all. It was nothing. So now I think I'm a lot better. I think, okay, next week when I have to do it, I'll be able to do it myself. Do you said, think Jenny can do it? No, 100%. She's so scared of needles, it's not even funny.
2: <laughs> I when I, So at Medi Weight Loss... You get two B12 shots a week, Uh but then they offer you other shots. There's immunity shots and some other energy shots and whatever. So I went there, and I was like, I don't know which one I should get. And she goes, get all of them. And I was like, yeah, all right, get all of them. So then (laughs) she goes, one has to go in your arm, and then the other one's going to go in your butt. And I'm like, all right. Dude, she's great. She just grabbed hold of your butt. Yeah, pop it right in and zip it. I don't feel nothing. You don't. You feel it after. You feel this when the stuff's in there. You feel like Mm -hmm. moving around a little bit. It's a little stiff, but when they put the needle in, it's nothing. No, so you can get used to it. It's just hard to do to yourself. I think.
3: Yeah, I got to tell you. So there's two different needles that you use because, like I said, you use a bigger, thicker needle to draw it out, right? And then you switch the needle on the syringe. You switch it out to a smaller gauge needle to whenever you're injecting it. That first needle, I was like, there is no way that. That thing is good. I mean, it's like a turkey baster. I was oh. like, no way is that going in my body.
2: When I got uh, the, um, what do I call it, the thing in my foot, the shot in my foot.
3: the like, um, Spin your blood. Yeah. Stem uh, cell.
2: Stem cell. Oh. They had to go into the back of my oh, heel.
3: That's- Mike, it- I'm telling you right now, I think about that once a mm. week. <laughs> about you getting that and you describing, it. I think about that once a week. That's oh. the worst thing I've ever heard.
2: I did it in in this doctor's office. That also, I felt like they might be doing experiments in another room, <laughs> <clears throat> just because it was an older office, you know. And they, uh, when I saw that needle, because I had to lay down on my stomach so they could put my foot up in a foot in like a holder, and then somebody had to hold my leg while they put the needle in. And I'm not lying, the needle that they brought to now keep in mind, it's got to go through my bone, like, went oh. through my bone, but, like, into, right. my, into my bone area, through the back of my heel. Cartilage or whatever. Yeah. There, yeah. That, that needle looked like a um, an orange construction cone. Like, that's how wide it was. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, I can Ooh. That was easily the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And then when they were like, all right, we got to do the other one, I was like, nope. Yeah. And I did it, though. I did it. Ugh. And then I hobbled out of there. I Ugh. walked to my car hobbling out the best is we had dinner plans at night my wife always makes fun of this because so what they do is they take the blood um out of your stomach and then they spin it around mm-hmm. uh, whatever they get fat or whatever they get out of there it was painless it was completely painless i sat there and they went in there and they took it and then they spin it and you wait whatever and uh then they um they wrap it up you know by the time i got home my stomach was it looked like a dried fig it was so purple it was all bruised. I mean, it looked oh. awful. Purple, like dark purple. Like, I took a picture and sent it to the doctor. I was like, is this normal? And they go, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like for a couple of days. I so, said, okay. was bleeding. was wrapped up. And my wife's like, all right, I'll cancel dinner. I go, well, oh, no, no. We're still going out to dinner. <laughs> Two hobbled heels and a purple belly, and I was like, "We're still going Eddie V. There we go. Yeah, Yeah, that was. uh, I I don't. I don't mind the many weight loss shots at all. They're like, bing, bing, bing. And I also feel like it's punishment for every time I shot medicine man with a dart. Yeah, (laughs) This this, this is my my penance for that. All right, what do we
3: have in news? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You've heard me say Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Well, that is their catchphrase. It's not just something they made up. It's because they want to make sure that you get the perfect fit. That's why the Pelt's family got into the whole business and stuff. And they have the Pelt Shoes experts there. So whenever you go into one of the six locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsboro, Sarasota, or Fort Myers, stop in, see the Pelt Shoes expert. They'll make sure you get the perfect fit. Don't forget to whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit.
2: Galvin Ron on line one, so yeah. he can help you with your shot. Oh, it can I a...
3: come over to his house? No, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Let's see what he's got. All right. <coughs> Hello, what's Ron? Up, Ron. Hey, what's going
3: on, guys? Hey, how much are you taking? Uh, to start, I it's just a uh, uh, half, I think a half a cc. So so, 0.5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point five. Okay, so listen. I used, I've been taking it for years, and you got to worry, worry about if you give it to yourself in the rear end. If you hit your sciatic nerve or any of those things, you're going to really know about it. So what I did was after all these years of doing it, I um, you can draw it with the big needle, like an 18 gauge. Right. But if you take a 27 gauge needle, which is like the equivalent of if you've seen them, uh, is the insulin. They're really like small,
2: a, like a human hair.
3: You can. Yeah, you can give it to you uh, on the side of your stomach, subcutaneous, because it, and it works a lot better than intramuscular.
2: Ron's been winning been doing that
3: for a while now, and it's a lot better.
2: Ron's been winning bodybuilding tournaments for years.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I'm just getting older, so it is what it is. Yeah. Okay.
2: Thank you, Ron. Yeah, I, oh, I right.
3: I'm going to try and do it. The other way, and what, what about
2: that. what about like the other distribution methods, like the cream or the pellets or whatever?
3: The cream, the topical stuff, uh, obviously doesn't work as well as injecting because it can, uh, you know, you sweat or you come in contact with stuff. Plus, it's dangerous for like yeah. the kids or dogs or any of that stuff. So uh, the pellet stuff, uh,
2: I rub it on Joey's shoulders while he's sleeping. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah, I haven't really looked into that. I know my doctor said that other doctors do that, but. He said this would be the best, and I said, Hulk, let's go. And then he I just did. turned green and had purple pants on.
2: <laughs> I just put a bunch of my hands every time I walk by Joey. I rub his shoulders. I go, like, oh, you will play in the NFL. You will play in the NFL. I just put it in my shake.
3: <laughs> oh, all right. It's absolutely delicious. <laughs> Along with your vest- yeah. <laughs> uh, So, this was the big story yesterday. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was at the University of South Florida to announce a $20 million award for cybersecurity education during a news conference on Wednesday as he approached the podium. Uh, this happened. Did everybody see this video yeah. so far? Yeah. Okay, so take a listen. Here he is coming up to the podium. Oh, hold on, sorry. So quiet. Man. Yeah, this, I don't know why this volume's not on here. Falcon. Oh, because I'm putting the phone thing. Here we go. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take it
2: off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this coax theater. So if you want to wear it,
0: fine, but this is a This is ridiculous.
3: All right, well, it's good to be at USF. So
2: I, didn't think they, a, I didn't think it was so bad. People were like, no, "Yeah,
3: yelled at yeah. the students. So that's the big thing. The big yeah. takeaway is everyone was like, why is he yelling at the students and doing this? And, you know, people are like, these are just kids. And other people are like, it's college students. It was actually high school students yeah. that were behind him yeah. there. And I think he was frustrated with the whole mask thing. He wasn't frustrated with the kids. He told them, you can wear them if you want to, but yeah. they're not doing anything. You don't have to wear them, you know, that whole thing. But, of course... Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Has to weigh in on it. Yeah, this idiot. He uh, tweeted out that uh, Ron DeSantis is going up to the podium doing that. And uh, he said, look at this huffy, hangry little turtle yelling at kids. How the F is this guy in charge of a state?
2: By the way, if ever there was a descriptive yes! sentence for Patton Oswald. Exactly. Hungry, angry turtle. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I just don't understand why people weigh in on stuff like this. The guy, uh, uh, the CDC said the, the the masks don't work. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, why are you wearing masks? We don't need to do it. Get rid of the COVID theater. Uh, I don't think I don't feel like he was yelling at the kids. I think he's frustrated
2: with... No, and the kids laughed. They were like, we yeah, get it, we and get s- it. Some he, of
1: them smiled after they took their mask off.
2: Because they've been told to wear... He's like, yeah. he was shaking his head in frustration because he, they've been told to wear them. Yeah, and, but- and he's like, you can if you want to. Like, one of the girls could have been like, oh, I, I'm immunocompromised. Yeah. So right. He would have been
0: like, okay. But it still doesn't work. The reason this bothers me is that it seems to me that now that everything Ron DeSantis does... Is a political stunt. That oh, was a poli- that, that was that was 100 of political stunt. That, those kids, those kids are there standing behind him as props. He saw them ahead of time. He said, "I'm he, like he knows he's going to go up and do that 100%. and it's going to get headlines." Hundred percent. that. That's all politics. That's his yeah. thing now. Yeah. yeah. Him
2: being there to present the check was a political
0: stunt. Well, yeah, of course. That's all, they, yeah. that's all they do. Well, like he's that's that's a calculated political stunt to get people talking. Yes. Well, I everything
3: mean, that has to do with politics yeah, is yeah. absolutely calculated, and it is to get. People talking about it's it and people on his side. 100%. It's like,
0: why are you using kids as your props to begin with? Because well, you're not policies. suggesting
2: that they put kids in masks there so he can
0: tell them to take it off. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, you're 100%. I don't think Insane. that. But totally.
1: I don't think that, but I do agree with he probably did see them beforehand yeah. and in yeah. his head was like, I'm gonna tell him to take it off. Yeah, I'm gonna act like I'm all upset. No. All...
2: <sighs> Come on, man. Listen. Uh I don't know, I don't know, Gio, I don't I don't agree with you, but I don't know. Okay, it's, it's impossible. This mic sucks. Yeah, oh, Hold sorry. On. Right. New, we we new cable. We got new cables. We got new mics. We got everything. Hold on. Yeah. Hello? Hello. That's you got my, new
3: mics. Put on new mics.
2: That is my uh, what I call my Republican muter. <laughs> <laughs> when you say something nah, that I don't agree yeah. with, it automatically well, it's,
0: you. it's just to me, it was ironic that he says COVID theater when he's uh, he's doing the same thing politically. Yes. Yeah. But and like I, Calvin I, said, I agree with the mass politics. thing. I agree with the mass thing, but he, he's just so over the top now. Obviously, reading his own headlines, believing his own hype about his presidential run, which I guess is smart. That's what politicians do. But, like, it's it's an act. Of course is. I'm going to let
3: you know something, Gio. At the end of the James <laughs> Brown concert, when he's down on the floor yeah. and they put the cape over him, he's, he's not He's, he's not really out. exhausted. What? He, yeah, he actually yeah. can go on. Even though he's saying he can't go on, he <laughs> right. can go on. But they that, wrap him up in the coat because he's oh, so yeah. feeble. Right. And then he bursts uh, and he's oh, back, and God. he's doing it and stuff. You know, yeah, why that's I testosterone. The, that's <laughs> the same thing that he's doing. It's all an act. It's all part of the thing.
0: So over-the-top dramatic, and the people that that are way upset or outraged about it are just as silly as the people like yeah d- damn right yeah like don't so, don't play into the into the hands of these politicians
2: where are the, where are the people like you the people like you that look at it and go i see what's going on it's a political you know he's doing this to make a show out of it but i get it also and i'm against the mass so right like so that's you that's okay? where i'm at like okay. I, I agree that's with them, where i think most people are at would you not I, agree with that
0: yeah but i like I, I
2: watch it and i go okay i mean I know I see what's going on here made a big deal out of it to get the attention but right. to me
0: I, I roll my eyes at the dramatics of it because people are either outraged or like damn right yeah it's that's like, that's, come my, me, that's my
2: whole point yeah it's so, like it's
0: ridiculous like I can't believe I, it blows my mind that people fall for this stuff that GM. they're either outraged by it or they're like yeah. rooting him out. like that was so great like come on like you I know have, that's an act
3: I have three letters for you W W-E. Yeah. 100%. you know how
0: many people think
3: that's real? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 You yeah. know, yeah. and are like, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't <laughs> hit him with the... J-Ref, t- didn't you see that? Those are the same people. Uh, but
0: it, 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 I also think that... I think Ron DeSantis sucks at that kind of stuff. Why like, don't, it's you so... Like him. It's so over the top. It's like, come on, dude. Just focus on being the, a good governor for the state of Florida. Well, I mean, yeah. he is. And yeah, he's uh, doing. I feel a like good he job. started out that way, but I, he's clearly, to me, shifting but towards yeah, his political for his presidential. He's going to
2: have to have. He's going to have a reelection or a presidential yeah. run or whatever his next move is. So you, at some point, you have to start posturing towards that. But right. while still doing while still doing your job, I don't think this is taken away from doing his job. Right. Um, yesterday was a, I didn't expect anything less, but yesterday's uh, response to having our guest in the studio, Adam Johnson, the podium guy, was insane on social media. It was insane. It was uh, a combination of people who I don't think listened to the show and uh, uh, people who didn't listen to yesterday's show and people who are just absolutely so far on one side that they can't comprehend anything else. I I, I got so many uh, comments yesterday about people calling me a Trumper, okay. and I interviewed Trump's son, and I kissed his ass. I don't, I don't know what, at what point, like, I don't know if you if you only listen to the show once a year or whatever. I've <laughs> known Donald Trump Jr. for 10 years, and mo- oh, most of that was before, actually, it had to yeah. be longer than that, before the election. And I had a relationship with him. That is getting him on the show happened through my relationship with him. So I'm not going to get him on the show and start destroying, asking questions about his father and making fun of him and all that. I am interviewing him because he is in the middle of something that is in the news right now. I'm I'm not CNN. I'm not Fox News. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to make an entertainment uh, an entertaining interview out of a guest that we have. I, I had to point out yesterday that people are always like, "Oh, you're so you're so far right. You're so far right." We had Joe Biden on the show. And and then we were offered a slew of guests during the election time that came from the Democratic Party so that they can come on the air and use their celebrity to encourage people to vote and to vote Democrat. And I talked to all of them. Almost every celebrity that was of interest to put on the air, I put on the air. And I don't care what the celebrities say. You want to tell them to go vote Democrat? I couldn't care less. If you think Matt Damon is going to tell me who to vote for, you're out of your mind. (laughs) But if you want to hear Matt Damon on the show, and which was one of our better interviews, and have a a good time with him, and then at the end he says, oh, by the way, make sure you get out there and vote. I support this candidate. That's fine. I don't care. I'm not letting a celebrity or a radio guy or anybody else tell me who to vote for. So as far as putting him on the show, I'm fine. I, I, it just makes me laugh. And, and also, the the Democratic Party is not calling me up and offering uh, guests right now. You know what I mean? It's not like I decided to talk to this guy yesterday in the studio because I'm only talking about pro-Republican. Right. They, it's this you people concept of, of how things happen blows my mind. Uh, that guy is in the news. that guy is famous. He will be in history books uh, because of that picture he took and because of the stories of him uh stealing the podium, which didn 't happen and him storming the capitol. He was a person of interest, and I wanted to hear his story and I wanted to to know how it happened and how he got for me to be and that 's exactly what happened yesterday and the people who are mad at that and who are i 'm not listening to the show anymore i right, what, what do you want me to do i, I am not going to change i 'm not going to change you you don 't think if uh if somebody uh if Vladimir Putin says, I heard you talk good about me last week. I come on your show to talk about Ukraine. I wouldn't put him on the air right now. I mean, that's just its what we do. It's amazing. I i couldn't believe. I, I was expecting it, but it was still shocking to me, the uh, people that come on. Also, I found out the two guys that commented the most on the Bones Facebook page about how they hate me now and they won't listen to me anymore. One guy owns radio stations, low-powered AM stations that he never got to be a radio guy, bought a couple of low-powered AMs, still lives radio. He's that guy. He's frustrated radio guy. And the other guy, nightclub DJ. <laughs> I understand where your frustrations come. Nobody listens to you and nobody cares what you're saying, so you take it out on me. I
0: understand how that goes. That's fine. But uh, the the rage was so unnecessary I, I looked at some of the comments, and a couple times people mentioned that, you know, you have to give equal opportunity to the other side through the FCC, which is, is not true. It's not true. Because it, <laughs> that, that applies to candidates. Yeah. If you had yeah. Donald Trump on and Biden on, then you have to give equal time. But if somebody is the, the father or the brother, the yeah, son of, related to, somebody. yeah, that doesn't count. Also, we reached out to the Biden campaign during the last election multiple times when yeah. all when the Trump campaign was constantly giving us guests like Giuliani and Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. And Eric. We kept reaching out to the Biden campaign over and over and over. I can show people emails they don't believe me. Yeah. And we would get no response.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, they don't, they don't really care about us. It's, so I will tell you that Obama in the second, um, in the second election, he did not come on our show. At that time, we had the largest afternoon audience in, in Florida. And he did not come on our show. And the reason why was because, The Obama campaign people knew that they had to win women and minorities, and that was the key. So they went on hot. And they, I remember they went on with he went on with Jade, and they recorded it, and they did an interview with him, and they played it on the air. It wasn't because he didn't like us; strategy. because we're it was a strategy. They they go after so in our case, when the election came, they said this is a show that aims uh, towards adults, twenty five fifty four has a huge following with men. That's our people. We go on their show, so it's not like we're turning them away at, yeah. at all. Uh, and, and and I have no agenda. I don't care. I don't give a flying f how you vote. I never tell you how to vote. I don't care what you do. You go do your own thing. And if somebody if somebody says, "Hey, I, you know, I heard this story on the Mike Kelter show today, and that that's really interesting. I'm gonna look that up." And le-. that's good. If somebody was like, "Well, whatever, Mike vote for, I vote for it." That's stupid because I change my mind every five minutes. I'm not that smart. I would not listen to me when it comes to that stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing how you allow yourself to be influenced. Those comments just made me. They don't make me mad, by the way and um and the, if that's your intention you're failing and i do take the time to read them though because you're my listeners and i do want to have an idea of how you are feeling about the show so when there's so many comments like oh let me see and then when i respond to them whether they're good or bad because a lot of them i just said thank you thank you because they were all like great interview or listen to the show blah blah blah, thank you and then the ones that i write back to that uh i disagree with or Oh, well, you I must have really struck a chord with you. No, I'm just being polite and responding like anybody else does on social media, but you have your own agenda in your head and I don't know. Identity politics is getting crazy, man. Right. You better it's not it's have thin skin, buddy.
0: Yeah. It really is. <laughs> it's it's a a bananas, dude. It's wild.
1: Yeah. I wish we could go back to the times where you just didn't talk about it, religion or politics it, with people. It, yeah.
0: And that's my point about the DeSantis thing. I can't believe people are outraged by that. Yeah. As, and I can't believe that people are, you, are, are for that. Are, are like you
2: serious? <laughs> people get outraged about it's people having different colored hair. Yeah. People like,
3: still think the Gatorade ad where uh, Gloria catches the ball in front of the ladies' faces <laughs> is real. Yeah, and
0: I just I like, roll my eyes and, like people don't don't fall for this stuff from man. these dumb politicians. We're dimmed, bro. Hmm. Those that are the Lendoria same people.
3: Not real. Yeah, those <laughs> are the same people that go to a comedy show and whatever the comedian's setting up the premise said, li- no, yeah, no,
0: come
3: on. it's a joke. They're gonna take you one way and then go the other way. Let's not argue with the comedian who's on stage doing his act. You weren't you there. Paid to see. Yeah, yeah, you weren't there when he was writing it. Don't mm-hmm. try and help now. A JetBlue pilot was removed from the plane's cockpit in Buffalo on Wednesday after a TSA officer told authorities he uh, appeared impaired as he passed through security. The pilot, James Clifton, who is 52, was taken into custody after he registered a blood alcohol level of .17. Clifton told authorities he had seven to eight drinks before he got on the aircraft, which was bound for Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Clifton submitted to the test after he told police he needed to get his gun from the plane's cockpit. Uh, pilots are permitted to carry firearms on planes if they are certified to do so. Uh, Clifton, who's from Orlando, may face federal charges because he had seven or eight drinks before he was going to fly a plane. That's insane.
2: But yeah. let's let's break it down a little bit, okay? When you fly, uh, you have, I believe you have a co-pilot and two other pilots in there, or depending on how big the plane is. And ninety percent of your flight is done by the computer anyway. So no. it's not like if he got on the plane he was gonna crash it unless unless he took over so and you're, did something but, stupid. So right. now your argument is though because Teslas can drive themselves, your son should be able to go get hammered because his car can bring him home? No, I'm not certainly not Ooh. arguing that this guy should be able to fly the plane. Okay. What I'm saying <laughs> is if he would have got past security, which I'm sure it's guy this guy's probably done before. He probably had a couple of drinks, nobody noticed and flew the plane. But what I'm saying is is that because 90 percent of the cockpit work is done by the computer you probably wouldn't have even known and there is a backup guy there in case something gets crazy and in some cases there's two backup guys so you know i mean like it's not like oh my god he would have crashed that whole plane into the mountain you know you never you never know what would have happened but most likely you probably wouldn't have even noticed, but yes, no, it's certainly he could be not
3: completely sober and uh, crash a plane. He could be totally yeah. drunk and land it perfectly upside down like Denzel Washington. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing, is there are federal laws against a pilot drinking
2: oh, sure. and uh, yeah. uh, yeah. being yeah.
3: in uh, the cockpit of a plane. I- I'm Simple just saying, it,
2: it, he probably has done that before. Sure. If yes. He's an oh, yeah. yeah. That didn't care enough to, to you know to not fly a plane after he had a drink. That's probably not the first time he's done yeah,
1: And it's so serious that even if you're an air traffic controller, you can't drink or or do drugs. They'll test you right oh, yeah. after something happens. you got to yeah. be responsible for yeah. all
2: of that moving all of that traffic. The air traffic controllers might even be more responsible uh, than the pilots because they're doing it all by hand.
1: It makes you wonder what is going on with some of these pilots' personal lives that they're either that stressed out or that carefree that they're willing to drink and fly a plane knowing that there are just so many rules in place that they'll be screwed if they well, are not. depending Well,
3: depending on who who you fly for, you know, commercial uh, airlines and stuff, you're flying a lot, you yeah. know, and the, uh, the air traffic controllers, that's like one of the most stressful jobs there is because you're in charge of the sky yeah. and making sure that planes aren't flying into other planes. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, and those people get stressed out.
2: If and- you've ever seen any of those movies where traffic controllers, they're sitting oh. off the airport in a dark building because they have to look at all those computers, and they're in there just smoking and moving traffic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's rough. Now, I, I, the pilot, when I, what, I would imagine that you have flown on a plane where a pilot at some point has had a drink, not not as drunk, but probably had a drink that he shouldn't have had, and it's not that big of a deal. This guy here, I mean, he he's it was physically impaired enough for somebody else to see it, but that's that other the one you got to be afraid of is the one guy I want to say it was Italy couple of years ago where he broke up with his girlfriend. He was yeah. depressed and he put yeah. the whole plane on the yeah. side of a mountain. Yeah. He was like, I got to kill me and everybody else on the plane. Yeah, that's that's right. the guy you got to worry about. For sure. Oh. You, don't, you have no idea till it's like, is that a mountain? <laughs> yeah. oh.
3: uh, so opening day and some games are, uh, are already canceled for the upcoming Major League Baseball season. Both sides made comments yesterday about the lockout. Here is Baseball Commissioner Rob Manf- Manfred and MLB uh, Players Rep Tony Clark both talking about the lockout and what's going on with it. If it was solely within my ability or
0: the ability of the clubs to get an agreement, we'd have an agreement. Tough thing about this process is it takes both parties to make an agreement. I'm really disappointed that we didn't make an agreement, and I'm really committed to doing everything possible to get one. Players want to play. We, we all know that. But the reason we're not playing is simple. A lockout is the ultimate Economic weapon. In a ten billion dollar industry, the owners have made a conscious decision to use this weapon against the greatest asset they have, the players. But the group won't be intimidated, and they are focused on improving the rights and benefits for today's generation of player and for the generations to come.
2: I, I don't know really what they want and a lot of times you look at it and go, Oh, they make so much money. Uh, they're greedy. Well, you, you talk to some of the people like in the seventies, like Johnny Bench and those guys, they were great baseball players and they didn't get paid the millions that people, they were like just right behind. They started paying people big contracts. And, and although we think it's big money now, 40 years from now, you may be looking at it back at it like, Oh man, you only, you weren't even covering the guy's insurance and you were paying that guy $2 million a year and may laugh at how little that is. So I don't really know what it is that they're, that they're fighting for, all I know is that I looked it up and the minimum salary was like 600 and something thousand dollars, so that seems pretty good to me, but then again, yeah. it's, I'm not a baseball player.
3: Yeah, I'm not a baseball fan, so I, I'm not too concerned with it. I'm sure there's a lot of baseball fans that are freaking out because they're missing games and stuff, but yeah, I don't... Uh if, they, don't if they play, if they don't play, I'm going to still be okay.
2: Right. I don't think I, I'm I'm a baseball fan either. I think maybe I would go to a game if it was convenient. Like if I was, if I was up in New York and it was a beautiful Saturday, maybe I'd go to a game if I was in Chicago. I might go see a game at Wrigley Field, you know. But as far as baseball, I think I could live without it.
3: Uh, so this is pretty crazy. Around 6 to 8 toddlers in Arizona were found wandering in the middle of the street after they escaped from a daycare
2: center. Like my my tortoise. (laughs) Yeah, here
3: is a uh, passerby who found the kids escaping from the building explaining what uh, what she saw. Take a listen.
1: There were toddlers running into the road, and I started just wrangling kids up and herding them up and picking them up and getting them out of the road, getting them onto the grass. I didn't know. I was just shocked. I didn't, you know, are these kids part of the daycare? Like, who's watching these kids? If they are from the daycare, how did they get out?
3: Uh, they got out, actually, through an unsecured gate of the Happy Days uh, Daycare Center without staff seeing them. Jeez. So six to eight kids out in the middle of the street.
2: Just wandering around traffic.
3: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they're on the loose.
2: What would you do if that was your kid? I mean, are you suing the place now?
3: Well, I know what happened. Whenever uh, uh, Cain Velasquez, his kid got molested. (laughs) Yeah, we saw what happened with that. So, Uh, thirty-three-year-old woman, Pennsylvania named Nicole Chester, is facing charges after she got two guys to rob her ex-boyfriend's grave and steal his ashes. Mm. It happened last summer, and uh, uh, no one knew who did it at first. The family thought Nicole might have been involved, but couldn't prove anything. Uh, She got into some legal trouble a while back, though, and was still on probation. So uh, her police told her probation officer about it. Then in January, he saw the urn sitting out on a table at her house. He also found a bunch of weed paraphernalia and a baggie Mm -hmm. with possible crystal meth residue in it. Uh, They arrested Nicole and charged her with felony vandalism, theft, receiving stolen property, drugs, uh, and desecration of a grave. She is due in court next week. Uh, The guys who actually dug the ashes up have
2: not been charged. Uh, So how does she get charged then if if she didn't do it? Because she's in possession of it. Yeah, but she—they're charging her with the desecration of a grave. She she didn't do it anyway. I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, I don't know why they wouldn't just share the ashes. All How right. much ashes do you need before you're before you're happy? And it's not even really all
3: yeah. the person's ashes. Right. There's other stuff in there. There's yeah. other ashes. You may have you know some guy from. You know, wherever this lady, whatever part you know, of do they, they clean the ash thing. they they do clean, but I think there's still some residue, some other stuff, and who knows what Nothing can ever
2: like fully be a whole lot of Barbara A little bit of Margie I don't mind if Margie's in there too <laughs> Wait <laughs> hey, so How about the, the, the people who get uh, cremated And they have like a um,
3: uh, fake hip Or something like that And then it's all the ashes And then just big metal
2: ball joint yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like give me the hip You're gonna <laughs> yeah. give the family the ashes I'll put the hip in the <laughs> <Thank> studio <you. laughs> And do that oh, You know who used to collect ashes with Joan Rivers she really? collected joined, ashes? She collected famous people's ashes. Oh. I remember she got, uh, when Vincent Price died, the family gave her, because they just give you like a little vial of it. She collected and she was given a vial uh, of uh, Vincent Price's ashes. Hmm. What do you do with that? Yeah. Witchcraft. I mean, like, yeah. why would you want that? Make your own she thriller had. video. <laughs> uh, she had a bunch of celebrities' ashes in her house. That's, that's so wh- weird. not weird? Nice? Yeah, that is. That's
3: weird. weird. That's weird. I
2: don't know. If, a weird if, thing. If I lost somebody I would um I would maybe do that thing where they can press it down and make it a little piece of jewelry or something yeah. where you really can't tell what it is and keep that with me. I don't even care so much for the urn. It's just a bunch of it's a it's a bottle of dead yeah. ashes, you know, I mean- a bottle of It's like
1: collecting, you know, toenail clippings from famous
2: people or something, you know? Everybody knows what it is. You know,
3: with the urn, you have the urn, you have the ashes there, whatever people can pay their respect. And then, you know, I don't know how long, maybe a year later, then you go spread the ashes somewhere where that person liked. You know what I mean? -hmm. Like if they were always at the beach or this was their cliff that they looked over or whatever. You you know, that's a big problem at Disney. A lot of people try and spread ashes at the yeah, same time. You know, they have imagine. like a
2: code for it and stuff when they uh for real because they have to bring the hazard thing out when oh. they spot it. So yeah. a lot of people are, are trying to they see them wandering around a field or something like you know not a field like a little a little yeah. plant area and they start looking, they oh, know we red. got we got a code red going on over what? there. Yeah, that's true, Carmen. They, that's they Or they go on a ride, and they try to dump it in the water on like, oh. one of those water rides. Yeah, that is because now if you put it on the log flume, the next guy that gets splashed is getting Tony right, oh. right in, the, in the lungs. Tony or, the who, yeah,
1: somebody behind you, you try to do it, and it just blows and
2: somebody yeah.
1: else's face. Like Lebowski? Yeah, dude.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh.
0: Good night, sweet prince. <laughs>
3: uh, we may be taking things a little too far. Two kids near Fort Myers, Florida we were walking out of an ice cream shop on Saturday when two other kids ran up and sprayed them with Silly String. The two kids who did it ended up getting arrested for battery. With silly uh, string? Yeah, it sounds like they're teenagers, but uh, we're not sure uh, how old they were or whatever. Uh, it doesn't sound like a fight ensued or anything like that. It was just a prank. The two kids who got sprayed told some cops about it. The cops called their parents, and the parents were the ones who decided to press charges. What? Uh, a local reporter asked people on the street about it, and uh, most thought it was an overreaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, one woman said it's just kids being kids, which should be allowed, or at uh, the very least, it shouldn't go on their permanent record and affect their future yeah. by getting arrested for hitting somebody with a silly string.
0: I bet there's got to be more to that. There's uh, no way that that's... Uh, they're, they're lucky it wasn't popcorn because you can get shot for that. Right. <laughs> True. For real. And make it off.
3: Lucky there wasn't any open flame either. Yeah. Yeah. We've all yeah. seen that with the birthday cake and hey oh. silly string. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Whoosh. I think even if I came out of a store and somebody silly stringed me and ran, I'd be like, oh, you dummies. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know that I'd want to punch anybody in the face. It's silly string. You just peel it right off. Yeah, there. it comes off pretty and the easy. kids love that stuff. Yeah. Right. I don't get that. I mean, something else has got to be up with that.
3: Uh, today is a national day that, Mike, you are not going to like. I know that you are not a fan of this. uh Swiss cheese. No, day. no. Mm, Mike Kelta, not a fan of?
2: Oh, Spanish r- day.
3: Roller coasters. Spanish, okay. yep. Happy national Spanish day. No. Roller now, uh, Joe. You're close. Oh, cold, cold cuts. cuts, cold cuts. Yeah. Today what? is National Cold Cuts Day. I got a I got a
2: goo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got a goo.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no thanks. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, if I am going to get it, I'm going to get some boar's head roast beef. But that's where I. Ooh, that's where ooh, I. That's good. That's where I stop. Did man. you say roast beef? Roast beef. Oh. I don't like ham. I don't like uh, ham's gross. Turkey. Turkey's good. I don't like bologna.
0: bologna. Oh, a little fried bologna is yeah. so good. No, Have I,
2: I can tell you, i never had fried bologna. Fried bologna is
0: good. Uh, With yeah. some grape jelly, yeah.
2: Salami? Uh, are you joking? No, it's sweet and sour. Or sweet and salty. Fried bologna and grape jelly? Yeah. That made me mad when you said it. Yeah, <laughs> well, he
3: also does, he also does peanut the... Peanut butter and corned beef. Yes. yes. Don't so trust he dips him. He carrots and peanut butter. It's so
2: good. I I just uh, I don't like it. I, when I was a kid... I would eat a lot more of it. I would eat the good, good, good. Uh but only because it was all we had in the house. But I, I, I never liked ham. I always just thought that was the weirdest thing. What about salami? Like, oh. Salami I like. Uh, not so much good. on a sandwich, yeah. though. I just like it as salami. I like
3: salami. Know? I like the big salami that you can cut yourself, cut a yeah. nice and thick hole. But the
2: <laughs> problem with salami is once you get a little older, you realize that once you eat salami, you can't make a fist for a week because there's so much <laughs> sodium in there. You know? um, yeah, I, I do... I do I do like the hard meats. I just don't like the uh and, and 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 I will go get like a public sub every once in a while, but I'll only get roast beef. It's the only thing I like. roast really? beef and cheese. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even like I don't even like provolone. I get uh, I get roast beef and American cheese. Whoa. I like yeah.
1: provolone. I don't like smoked provolone.
2: Mm, I don't like um, the fake smoke.
1: I like all provolones.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I it's just, I'm a, I like cheeses. I like a lot of right. cheeses, but I don't like them all mixed together with, with <laughs> coconuts. Uh,
3: have you ever wondered which Batman character are uh, based on your zodiac sign?
2: Yes. Never. Probably
3: In not. Life. Yeah, nobody <laughs> probably has. But Every thanks day. to the New York Post uh, list of characters and how they align with uh, astrology. So, uh, let's see. Carmen, you want to start out? Your birthday is March... 27th. I'm an Aries. 27th. So, you're an Aries. Yes. Guess what?
1: What? You're
3: Batman. Ooh. You're brave. You're bold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Great Batman, boys.
3: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that was good.
2: Aries is known because we're, what, we're like a fire sign or something like that, so... It's your sign. You should know about
3: it. Well, Aries is Batman, so you're Batman. Thank you. Uh, Mike Kelta, you are in September. You are a what? uh, Virgo? I am a Virgo. You're a Virgo. You are Alfred Pennyworth.
2: That's how I feel.
3: Yeah. He is humble. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Empathetic. (laughs) Yeah. And resourceful. <laughs> I'm a little resourceful. <laughs> uh, you're Alfred. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, Spanish. Your birthday... I'm a Cancer. ...is in July.
2: July
3: 13th, yeah. July 13th. So you... Oh, watch out. Here Uh-oh. comes that Poison works. Ivy. Yeah. You're feisty and captivating.
1: Ring <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Gio just had his birthday right in February. So, yeah. Gio, you are a...
1: 18.
3: Oh my god. Oh Why don't we uh, Is switch the cable out? or the mic? I think it's the cable. I, I, would, right. switch right. I would switch out both. I would
0: switch out. I would just go home.
3: <laughs> uh, or just go home. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What are you? Uh, February
0: 18th. I think that's Aquarius. You okay. think. You, you think, you don't. Oh, I'm know. sorry about up to date on my Zodiac sign. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I mean, like, been I mean, the whole same Zodiac sign your whole life. Yeah, I could not care less about Zodiac. February 18th, you said? <laughs> yes. So you're right at the
3: end of Aquarius, because it's actually January 20th to yes. February 18th. So you are Aquarius.
2: Uh, Geo. The Joker. Damn oh, right. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quick-witted nature. Yeah. That's why you and Carmen don't like each other.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, in these, uh, yeah.
2: Did you hear Joe? What? As soon as you said Aquarius, Joe started singing.
3: He cannot
2: not sing.
3: Uh, Joe is December, late, late, late December, right? And uh, 1842. That is, you're a Capricorn.
2: Yes. You're a Libra,
3: aren't you, darling? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know who you are. Tell me.
2: Razagul.
3: Oh.
1: was Razagul? Legendary.
3: He's He's the one who uh, taught Batman Batman how to fight. Yeah. Then he's, spoiler alert. Yeah.
2: Ends up being a bad
3: guy. Yeah. Uh, he is legendary, enduring, and wise. Uh, he consistently reborn after death, stronger and better than before.
2: It's like you taught Spanish how to be the next pap Yeah. You know oh. what
3: I mean. Poison Ivy. Yeah. What's his name?
1: Cavagoul. No, no. Yes,
3: Cavagoul. <laughs> you celebrate today, Razagul. <laughs> Razagul, <al-ghool>, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I am a Scorpio, November fourteenth. Guess who I am? Catwoman. Uh,
2: Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Catwoman. Yeah. Someone Hot. had to be.
3: She has energy that draws in the curiosity curiosity uh, and desire of those around her. Yeah. Total I love
1: Scorpio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's other ones that we didn't get to, though, because like, if you're a Pisces, you're a Scarecrow. If you're uh, a Sagittarius, you're Batgirl. Uh, Libra is Robin.
2: Uh, I always thought I'd be more of a penguin
3: leo is nightwing mm. uh gemini is the riddler and then the rest of them we got to and stuff
2: so. all right so you know the, the big story about batman batman today what's
1: batman no batman oh jeez <laughs> oh my god
2: what uh, is- the thing your mic works. evidently they are raising the prices at the movie theaters oh for because they know people are going to rush out to see batman wow that's not a very smart move people are i'm telling you right now i went back to the movies twice and both of the times were miserable both times I was like, why am I going? I could just yeah. do this for my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're raising the prices for the Batman movie. 98% uh, critically acclaimed on Rotten Tomatoes. And everybody that I know that saw it, including my friend Joey, that we talked about from Starbucks, he texted me and said he saw it. It's
0: fantastic. And it's it, three hours long. That's fine. Yeah. If it's Very three long. hours
2: long and it's good, that's fine. Is it really three hours long? Yeah. Is there an intermission? I think so. Oh, Man, wow. It's, they, call so bat, they call
1: it a bat break. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd much rather watch that from my home. Yeah, So like a pause it, yeah. go pee, get a I can't a believe they were raising
1: that. the price. I didn't think they were allowed to do that. That's price
2: gouging. It is? Yeah, it is? Well, because they're like, look, we've been losing our ass. We finally got a movie that people are going to want to see um, raise the price a little bit.
0: I'm surprised they didn't do that for Spider-Man.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, it's Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's far Marvel, superior. Marvel has plenty of money. So. Does this
0: mic sound worse? No.
2: We swapped it out. Yeah, it's okay. fine. It's good. You're good. It works.
3: Uh, so, Pat Ch- Pat Sajak wants everyone to stop mocking those Wheel of Fortune contestants we played yesterday. Oh, they crazy. went viral uh, for failing to solve the puzzle. He said, you don't understand the stress these people are under unless you've actually been there on the set. Yeah, guess what,
2: Pat? I play Wordle every day. So oh, I know you, know. Yeah, you know. I know. I know. I've Pat. been there. I have timed. I got to go against Geo and whoever else is doing it, my mom.
3: Uh, <laughs> so. so, Jeannie Buss, she became the owner of the L.A. Lakers when her father, Jerry, died back in 2013, and she she... She is the girlfriend of uh, Jay Moore, who is a uh, guest on the show here. Uh, But some of Jeannie's tweets from uh, more than a decade ago went viral this week. Uh, Apparently, she's hot for some of the players. Uh, Mm. Here are some of the tweets. Met Johnny Flynn of Minnesota Timberwolves before a game. Uh, If I had to pick number one, I would draft him. He's a cutie. (laughs) Uh, Just met Kevin Love from the Timberwolves. He may replace Tony Parker as the hottest guy in the NBA. Lamar. Take your pants off, we scream as he checks into the game. Uh, the Minnesota T Wolves are now my second favorite NBA team, and that has nothing to do with you, Kevin Love, even though you're hot. Uh, yeah, so she likes Yeah, she yeah, I know. Uh, on the bus headed to the Staples, Chris Paul isn't playing tonight. He's a cutie.
2: <laughs> uh, by the way, all those guys Very similar to Jay Moore
3: Yes, yeah, very, very similar uh, So uh, Smash Mouth, remember the singer From Smash Mouth uh, Like at the last gig was just leaning against The wall and yeah. saying he was going to kill himself And whatever And going to fight people and do all this stuff He's not an all-star <clears throat> Well, Smash Mouth debuted singer Steve Harwell's replacement Oh And you're about to get rickrolled How do how you like that? They did Rick, Atley's, uh, Rick Astley's song.
0: I just want to tell you how i feel feeling. God, I'll make you understand. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to run
3: around and desert you. I'm not mad at it. No, it's Smash Mouth. Is it Bowling Pursuit guy? No, so their new singer got the job by sending an email asking if they want uh, a guy with 90s tattoos and a dad bod. Uh, you can see him up on Bone TV. Zach Good is handling the vocals for the band. Smash Mouth found themselves in need of a new frontman after Steve Harwell confirmed his retirement
2: from the group last fall. So is that all you need to do is an email? I should email Metallica. Yeah. Hey, are you guys I might need a bass
0: player. Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering. I, I love on the TikTok. So they do the uh, Smash Mouth song. Oh, yeah, those are yeah, so good. Smash your face. I love it. Oh, I watch those all day long.
3: Yeah, Mike posted that one uh, that kind of looked like Carmen, the girl <laughs> yeah. in the socks. that just wails into the thing. I mean, yeah. she
2: really, that girl ate it hard. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: for sure. I, mean, I I thought it was Carmen for a second.
3: <laughs> uh, so Rolling Stone loves to do lists, and mm-hmm. I think purposely do lists just to annoy everybody. Well, they did uh, the 100 greatest movies of the 1980s
2: okay okay well, i'll tell you why. why don't we is this the last story in news yeah you want to you want we'll to take over? a break we'll sure. come back so we could actually discuss this and because i know this is going to make us all mad <laughs> uh all right seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five or eight hundred seven seven one one oh two five you may want to weigh in on the list don't go look at it phone <laughs> lines are wide open hey by the way that was another thing i pointed out in the comments yesterday uh phone lines are usually open on this show i don't we don't take random calls during like the news unless it's pertaining to what we're talking about uh but we will just blow in phone calls during the show uh yesterday while adam was here phone lines were wide open Two calls came in. I took them both. If you had something to say that you didn't like the guy, or why didn't you call the show yesterday? I'm just reminding you that the phone number is there if you want to utilize it. Also, Crazy Patty, are you alive? Because oh. even listeners are starting to email me now and like, I'm getting worried about it. Yeah, Maybe we, at some point we should try and call her during the show today, just to make sure she's alive. We don't even really need to talk to her for long. Uh, we'll find out what Rolling Stone says are what? The greatest movies of the 80s? 100 greatest movies of the 1980s. Alright, I
0: already know what number one is.
2: I'm guessing right
0: now. Mm-hmm. We'll do that when we come